Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Why does it always have to start, you know, with the feel of a pipe bomb? All right. Let's just start right off, monkeys, okay? Let's just go. Let's go. Come on. You know the theme. You know who I am, right? I'm sure you're going to remember the name. I'm sure you will, man. Hit it. WrestleMania's coming up. If you don't already know, folks, not going to, I don't know, if you want to keep the WWE Network because WrestleMania 37 will be streaming live on Peacock app. You can download it. It will be streaming. It will still, you know, stream if you have the certain capabilities, if you have the devices that it is compatible with, Apple 4 generation. TV box is capable of WWE, Xbox, certain brand. Again, if you have certain devices that stream WWE and the Peacock app, make sure you have a big TV to watch the biggest extravaganza in the whole wide world, WrestleMania 37, live from, well, Tampa Bay again. And this time there will be a crowd. It it may be short. I mean, 16,000 people. Tickets go available online on sale on Ticketmaster.com and various other retailer websites. My favorite, folks, is TickPick.com. They do not charge you service fees. I don't know if they will start doing service fees. They might. 16000 is the capacity. If you get your tickets now, I don't know if they're going to do access, sir. I honestly do not. <clears throat> yep, I agree. It's going to be one hell of a clusterfuck. 
Considering what's going on with the uh, WWE NXT Women's Championships, I was aware that Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez briefly won the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, and I hope that they're not going to play hot potato with that. Now Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon were to face the newly crowned NXT, well, NXT Women's Tag Team Championships because they did say those belts were going to see the light of day and go to the black and gold brand. Well, they did. And for a record period of time, okay, so the first ever inaugural NXT women's tag team, or not, I want to keep saying NXT, but the inaugural first ever NXT version of the women's tag team championships, they, or yeah, the women who won those was Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez from Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. So, yeah, folks, it's a... Uh, it was a busy night on both shows. I'm going to go over the results for NXT. Actually, you know what? I would rather go over the results for AEW Dynamite, considering the fact that Christian Cage was to talk tonight on AEW Dynamite. And that was the results for March 10, 2021. So, Ethan Page versus Lee Johnson, the Inner Circles War Council. Okay. Matt Jackson versus Ray Phoenix, Britt Baker, Mikey Ato, Mikey Ato. That's not a coffee, I'm sorry. And Nyla Rose versus Akira Shida, Rio, Mizunami, and Thunder Rosa. TNT Championship, Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky, and then Christian Cage will speak. So it's opened up with Matt Jackson in the Phoenix match. The Young Bucks make their entrance. Matt Jackson versus Ray Phoenix. So. Let's go, Phoenix chant. Okay, Matt offers a test of strength. And then Haynes' suicide dive hits a hurricane rod through the ropes. That's pretty cool. Both men do the top ropes exchanging chops. Matt delivering a power bomb. Let's see who else wins this. Okay. All right, no chops back and forth. Okay, recap of Revolution commercial break. Who won the match? Phoenix won. How do you win? So Matt hits a super kick on Pac. Strikes back. Phoenix hits a back elbow. Phoenix with a tombstone pile driver. Okay, cool. So Phoenix won that match, and then it says, runs down tonight. Okay, so commentary ran down the uh, card for tonight, and I was flip-flopping back and forth channels between TNT and USA, folks. So Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are in a bar. Okay, he tells Kenny to look at the fire, and this is his future. Blah, blah, blah. A recap of Revolution and commercial break. And Cody Rhodes versus Seth Gargis. Never really heard of him. Uh, let's see. So I guess this, okay, up a newcomer. Okay. My apologies. Uh, let's see. Cody hits a power slam and locks in a figure four. Gargis taps. All right. Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy are arcade. They ask for one more match. If they lose, Chuck will be Miro's butler forever. Oh, my God. So, Tony Schiavone brings out Sting. Sting says Darby Allen is a dangerous man. He puts his body on the line every... He does, this dude is nuts. And I don't know how he's not in a fucking wheelchair. The guy literally rammed his neck into a barricade at one point, and it looked like he T-boned the fuck out of himself. Like, he literally... Like he's a fucking pretzel, this dude. He must have elastic in, in as his bodies. He's not real. This guy wants folks. Whip. He hit himself 
on a bunch of barriers. Oh, and he also did, he ran up some barriers and did a, an acai moonsault off of one. I saw him at Evolve. This dude is absolutely nuts. Okay, and uh, let's see. As far as Ethan Page makes his way to the ring. Okay, so Ethan Page versus Lee Johnson. And Page, it's a gut. Blah, shot to the back. John, okay, I'm not going to read the entire match. Ethan Page wins. All right, so there's the match, right? It says, Omega says he's getting goosebumps thinking about what could have been if they would have blown up. Kenny said, Eddie, dry humping Moxley while sparklers run off of the memory you will never forget. Eddie Kingston comes out. Kali says he had Eddie working for him in Impact. Kali said, okay, really? So it's about who worked for whom? Uh, and then... Okay, Kenny and Kelly's dry hump each other, making fun of Kingston. Kenny asks what he hopes to accomplish. Kenny gives him a free shot. Kingston punches him. Good Brothers attack. Moxley makes a save, attacking the Good Brothers. That's a good feud, I guess. Christian Cage's music plays. He comes out, closes the crowd, points at Kenny Omega. Christian and Kenny stare each other down. Christian picks up AEW World Championship. Omega goes mad at ringside. Knew this was going to happen, right? He wants it. Any wrestler that says they don't want an opportunity at a championship is fucking dumb. So, Doctor Brett Baker. Oh, who cares? I'm not. I'm not okay. I'm not even going to point out the fucking fact that this is the shit-tastic, and I do mean shit-tastic, women's division in AEW. That's the one thing. That WWE, and I'm going to say this nicely because you can say you can hate all the women you want. No, dude, look. If I may point out, Britt Baker, Maki Ato, Maki Ito, Maki Ato, ah, who have, and Nyla Rose versus Akira Shida, Ryo Mizunami, and Thunder Rosa. I don't care because their women's matches are the fucking drizzling shit. I will not even choose to read the review because that. Anyway, you didn't even see the match. Oh, yes, I did. And that match, as far as what I want to see the description, no thank you. Matt Hardy and Private Party are seen backstage. Matt says he's been reflecting and he needed to bring more money in. Blah, 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 blah. Scorpio Sky makes his way to the ring. Darby Allen down next. TNT Championship. Darby Allen versus Scorpio. So he's, he's there, our truth. Essentially, the, the, the TNT Championship is kind of like the Intercontinental slash 24-7 title, except for you don't see ridiculously hilarious, you know, vaudeville-type things that go in circles. We hold our truth. You got to give our truth credit, though, not to overlap WWE and AEW in this whole discussion, but you got to give credit. And yet, you know what? I said it. You know, if you have any questions, wrestle underscore radio on Instagram and on Twitter at underscore Brian Rails. For those of you who have courage to admit that a match is the drizzling shits, it wasn't the drizzling shits, but I, I'm sorry. The AEW women's division is by far one that I will not give a chance. And if, if you're asking why I just crapped all over something that I didn't see, yes, I did see it. Why is everything a six-woman tag? Why is it never one-on-one? And if it is one-on-one, it has to be the biggest fucking thing ever and, you know, amplified times ten. That's wrestling. I get it. But if you ask me what I think of the AEW women's division, yes, they are talented. Yes, they have women that bust their ass, but they're getting treated like crap. Just saying. 
Sky takes advantage, taking the chest and lungs, rushing legs, sweet. Body says it from Sky. Okay, so let me guess. Darby shows respect to Sky, but Sky snaps and attacks him. Oh, boy. So that was the end of the match? The war cancel wasn't even at the end? Okay, this is true then. That's at least Jericho holds his word. We don't book for ourselves because you let the other talent shine in. So Darby shows respect to Sky, but Sky snaps and attacks him. Sky locks in a heel lock, heel hook, and won't let go. Commentary runs down next week's card. Inner Circle War Council is up next. Never mind. I put my foot in my mouth. Why is there? Is there another page? Is there another page? Dear Lord. Why is it ringside news only did half the fucking results? So the War Council. Oh, my. I got to. Okay. I'm not really breaching a report because that hardly ever, you know, relays any information. Ringside news, no. Wrestling headlines, maybe. No, this looks like TMZ for wrestling, folks. I thank God. Okay, so the inner circle gets swerved. I love how they title it. The inner circle gets swerved, folks. Did they sweep them off their feet? I'm just I'm just curious. Did they sweep them off their feet? Um, okay. I don't want to see that. And why don't you have full results? Is there a next page? Is there a next page? Is there a next page? TNT title online, one of four. Dude, come on. There's got to be a war council, right? Oh, okay, so... Lights go out and come back. So MJF tells Jericho he didn't. Yes, okay. Out comes Sammy Kavara. Why is your thing so slow? ProWrestling.com. How cool. The Inner Circle War Council. I spoke too soon. Chris Jericho says that when an army is having issues, they have a war council. This is true. He says that things need to get shaken up, and maybe they need to add a new member. MJF says, whoa, whoa, whoa. He thinks that someone needs to go. Out comes Sammy Guevara. Guevara tells Jericho there's something that he needs to see. They show a camera in the inner circle's locker room, and MJF is telling Santana Ortiz and Jake Hayter that they need to cut the head off the snake tonight. They need to give Swan song to Jericho and take him out. Aha! MJF tells Jericho he didn't want him to find out this way, but he tells proud and powerful Hager to get Jericho and Sammy. They step forward. Okay, and Jericho says they actually talk to each other. They're going to give MJF classic inner circle beatdown. Because he was building one of his own. Aha! So Sammy was right the whole time. Go figure, right? So there's more factions! Holy shit! What do you expect, folks? It's wrestling for you. Gotta love it. How many twists and turns and new factions will there be? I mean, what's next? The AEW Wolfpack, the AEW Black and White, and will Sting use the baseball bat to beat the shit out of both factions? Fucking Christ. If there's anything that bugs the hell out of me in professional wrestling is when they add so many groups you can't even begin to count. Okay? So now what are they going to call 
what is MJF going to call his faction with Warlord? And they just beat the fuck out of Jericho and they got color. Okay, whatever. Um, the reason why I'm being so sarcastic is because if you look at the tail of the tape for tonight on Dynamite, we knew this was coming kind of thing. We knew MJF and Jericho eventually would implode. They teased the idea of Jericho and MJF being a team, right? And then explode. New faction? I mean, is it, isn't there already like one, two, three, four? You count all the female groups. Let's see. Britt Baker, so one, two. There's three, four factions. That's And by three and four, okay, the inner circle. And now the new group with MJF. Then you have Jurassic Express. That's not a group. That's a tag team. So that's wrong about that, dude. Um, think about it. There's another group that's Lucha-related. And that does count as a fucking faction because there's three or more. Oh, wait. Orange Cassidy, Marco Stunt, and Jurassic Express. Isn't that in Jungle Boy? Isn't that considered a faction? Oh, wait. Did I make another one? In my own head? No. AEW does a fine job in some areas, but in some areas it needs some fine tuning. As a fan, I am very uh, open to certain shit. It's, I would hope and pray. But things begin to change the smidgen. Because it's funny, you know, they were said they moved to different nights for NXT, and Cody said we've been whooping their ass for a whole year. Well, people show interest because wrestling is not beginning to have an audience until a major event, you know, WrestleMania 37. And then some people say, well, it's going to fail because they're going to really get the fans in like they did before. And it's not before. This is now. So it is a big deal. It is a big deal. So I'm going to go over NXT results before I start ranting and raving too much. All right. I did capture the very beginning of NXT. There's a lot of appearances, and I wonder what the fuck. I just put in my head what the hell is going to happen next week because there's a lot of feuds and a lot of brawls, so I don't like them, side news, you idiots. Oh, Wrestling Inc., I love this page. I love you guys. By Mark Middleton. He's much better than Meltzer. Meltzer's a nice guy, but dear Lord, he did ruin some WrestleManias. Trust me, with his... Um, Spoiler alert, that didn't actually happen. Uh, I'm doing part to a lot of things. It's more than just Meltzer. But anyways, anyways. William Regal is set to make two game-changing announcements. As I say, Zia Lee versus Caden Carter. That's not game-changing. NXT Women's Championship, Io Shirai against Tony Storm. Now that, to start up the night, very good. NXT champion Finn Balor defends against Adam Cole. Again, these two put on a clinic and, and during the main event. So, mm-hmm. why do we have teasers instead of the results? Come on, guys. I don't want live results. E-Wrestling News, I've never read you guys before. Um, NXT results. On, okay, cage side seats. Let's see what you got, man. When the live blog kicks off, okay, NXT results from back in life from March 6th, yeah, March 10th. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Back to the Captain Wrestling Center, where two major announcements are going on. 
The second will be okay. So April seventh, the first night. Let's see here. For the first time ever, a takeover so big it has to be two nights. So, wow, are, are we serious? The second night will be Thursday, and April eighth will exclusively on Peacock. The show will be called Takeover Stand and Deliver. This is going to be good. I have asked the ladies from the women's division to join us tonight each every week. These ladies prove that they are the greatest women in wrestling bis- in the wrestling business. To be a competitor in NXT's ladies division, you, you have to be very special. And these women prove it week in and week out. Yes, they do. The winners of the Dusty Rhodes Classic, Flack, and Cody Gonzalez and Kai, could you please join me in the ring? So... There's a lot of uncomfortable feelings. Blah, blah, blah. Make decisions tonight. Going forward, you are the new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. So, wait. They didn't... Okay. Wow. So, the NXT... Women's Tag Team Championships got a makeover. Wow. And new white straps. So they were handed championships. Okay, because Dakota Kai was not the legal person. So by default, they put the championships, I guess, and I was, yeah, I was going to say I was unaware that Shayna and Nia had to forfeit the championships because by rule, you're supposed to pin or submit the legal woman, and that never happened. So, <laughs> oh, they were not champions for very long, and it didn't take long for Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart to kind of not ruin it, but basically make it a different story. So, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm to start off the night. Wow, you want to talk off with a bang? You want to start off the night with a bang? That's how. This is how you do it. So. I understand that the ratings for NXT are low compared to AEW, and I will bring up numbers because that's what I do, right? I will bring that up later during Off the Rails and Censored, folks. Right now, uh, let's see here. This was a very back-and-forth match, and it was a very long, lengthy match. But in the end, Io Shirai caught Storm and tapped her out. Yes, and you're still okay. So LA Knight and Bronson Reed were brawling in the back, which was badass. Jake Atlas versus Pete Dunn. Okay, Pete Dunn wins with the help of Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. And I keep getting notifications after notifications. I'm just on Instagram, too. It's personal underscore radio. Yes, I did say the AEW, uh, yes, the women's division is not that grand. Okay, so... They really, outside of Nyla Rose and outside of Britt Baker, who do they have? You're going to tell me Brandy Rhodes can work? Okay, name any other female outside of Red Velvet and any other females outside of Impact that she's faced. And Jade Cargill, yikes. Wrestling Shed's girlfriend or whomever the fuck she was. And three... Does AEW have tag team championships for their women, and why do their belts look old school? I don't know. It's just preference. I also know that their women's title looks like it's from the 1970s. It's quite ugly. Anyways, the pettiness on the other side, and I'm not down talking. 
Like, look, when people are in a certain company, which I do realize, I do realize that, but I'm telling you, the matches from I where I have been sitting and watching, like, women's division doesn't break wrestling. Yeah. So you say, dude, there's a lot of fans that uh, go to watch just, you know, for certain things. And what I can tell you is each person has a flavor of ice cream. That flavor of ice cream gets to satisfy one person's palate because when a person goes to an ice cream store, they're like, I want vanilla or I want Rocky Road or I want this flavor. In wrestling, it's your division sucks. Your wrestling's fucking horrible. They're wrestling so bad. If they had this person booking, then I'm going to fucking talk to you about that. All during off the rails uncensored. Do you understand? I got sidetracked here. So they had a women's division match to start off the night. And let me tell you, it was awesome. So Io Shirai retained. Atlas lost to Pete Dunne. And um, Marcel Bartel explained to the NXT universe that he and Thatcher had something great, and you know, if you want to bring your friend over, you can definitely, definitely go in for it. So let's see here: Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez for the next match. Uh, oh yeah, before that, Leon Ruff talked about Swerve and how you know he said I had to earn every opportunity. Blah blah blah. Go to commercial. Come back. Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, newly crowned. Versus Shotzi, Blackheart, and Emmerman. But see, the travesty is they didn't really win a title, but, you know, whatever. It's for the story. It was controversial, what have you. So, one, two, three. Shotzi, Blackheart, pinned Dakota Kai. Women's History Month continues for sure, dude. Zylee versus Caden Carter, don't care. Um, one of our disqualifications was Zylee, legal interference, who cares? Yeah, that was because Casey Catanzaro came down with one crutch and basically beat the shit out of her with crutches. We got Aldo Fantasma versus the grizzled young veteran. I like Zach Gibson. He's one of my favorite guys. Um, let's see here. Who won? Who won? Come on. Rizongo under the helmets? Wow. So, Okay. James Drake kicks out of a near fall. Blah blah blah. Rizongo bringing in the entrance again. Take this. Drop. Okay, cool. It's MSK. Well, goes up. James Drake for the pin. MSK erupt with joy. Wow. I saw some of this stuff, folks. So Mackenzie Mitchell is interviewing Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Champion. As I know my answer, I'm not interested. You know what I'm interested in? The general who sits safely overseas while he sends lieutenants to do their dirty work. Oh, Walter. You know, fucker in a while. Our big guy, sorry. Pardon my French. Uh, Finn Balor versus Adam Cole. You want to talk back and forth and holy appearance? Is. So, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly shows up. After the match, because, you know, Adam Cole and Finn Balor, they're going to go back and forth a zillion times over, right? And let's see here. Adam Cole hits, you know, he gets hit with the 1916 by Finn Balor. 
Finn Balor pins him in the ring thanks to the assist from Kyle O'Reilly, and then everything breaks down. And if Jr. was announcing this instead of Vic Joseph, I would be severely happy. Know why? Oh, I know exactly why. It's um, I keep hearing. Oh, my Instagram is going off. Holy shit! No, that's cool. It's cool for what it is, dude. Um, oh no, 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 for sure. All right, folks. Enough my psycho babble for the moment, and there's going to be more psycho babble. There's 31 minutes left. The following content contains several expletives. If you have minors under the age of 18 listening to my show, you might want to ask them to leave because this content is not suitable for minors under the age of 18. Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark podcast that was coined and phrased on March 7, 2016. And to help us celebrate the momentous occasion on Wrestle Radio Network, which, you know, it's five years old. It's been one hell of a journey. I'm not going to talk about myself. I will talk about the talent, though, that is coming onto my show. He is the current USACW champion, Luke Cage. And he will be joining me on Monday on the Wrestle Radio Network side of things. All right. Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark podcast. Any reproduction and likeness thereof of Off the Rails Uncensored. You will be fined $45, and it will go directly into my pocket. How about them apples? Okay. So, without further ado, monkeys in the truck. Oh, before I do that. Buckle up, you fuckers. Oh, before I do that. If you would like to attend a wrestling school that's the world-famous and I emphasis on world famous Monster Factory. You can visit the website monsterfactory.org. They do have a documentary on fight. And if you haven't seen it, you can look on Daily Motions and your YouTube and various other YouTube or like channels. Okay? Danny Cage is a bomb diggity. I'm telling you, he is fucking worth it. I went to two of his camps, and I will always sing his praises because why? He's straightforward. He's born Owen, by the way. He's produced Steve Cutler, Matt Riddle, Seamus, the Good Brothers, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Oh, and big names come out of there, too, you know, like Bosch and Thrasher, the Headbangers, Shane, Dean Douglas, King Kong Bundy, the Godfather, D.O. Brown, just to name a few. Oh, and um, sometimes there are big names that come up there. So if you want to become a professional wrestler slash manager slash referee, whatever you want to become, commentator, agent, I don't think he – maybe he could. He does have a format, folks, that he does follow, and he follows it to a T, and that's what you know helps other people invest. Oh, invest in yourself. And the phone number should be located on the website – 
for more information. You must wear a mask at all times, even during your tryout. And remember social distancing, folks. So be safe. And uh, Danny has a really good thing going at Monster Factory. Invest in yourself, monsterfactory.org. There is a virtual tour. All right. So, monkeys in the truck, can you please hit my music? Check it. There you go, really? That's not lie. You really want me to do it? You really want me to do it? Although, I'm not going to sing my own theme. That's Living Color. They do an amazing, fantastic. I'm not scared. Look in my eyes, what do you see? And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
Does it prove their point that, you know, they're exploding, creating a revolution with the drizzling shits? And take it from a guy who's been in many of those matches. Bubba Ray is just one. Sandman would be another. You want me to list the whole fucking list of ECW guys that have been through death matches? Cactus Jack or Mick Foley? Anyone? And this is to say the modern product is going to get complained about and bitched about and told, you know, okay, well... This is, you know, professional wrestling bullshit. You can't sit there and put a stamp on any fucking thing just because AEW has this going on and WWE has that going on. You can't also be like, well, I'm going to swerve your opinion and you're going to think this way. Fuck that shit. If you like one or the other, that's fine. We're like, well, it's so hard to get behind NXT now because they're not the same as they once were. I don't give a fuck. Wrestling's wrestling to me. It's one big fucking entertainment box. You have one that's black and gold brand that now there's several feuds going on, and they had championships defended tonight, the NXT Women's Championship. I said it. There we go, because the tag, Women's Tag Team Championships just doesn't sound right. Have a nice golden ring to it if you say NXT behind the title. And when plus, speaking of which, I told you I was going to mention this. Specifically speaking about the AEW women's division, why is it always seem to me that it never changed anything except for tag matches, right? With Nyla Rose and Maki Itu. If I mispronounced your name, I'm sorry, Maki Ito. Fucking Christ, I probably mispronounced it. But the point is, the women's division in AEW compared to the women's division in WWE. One is way more established. And all egos aside, you take a look at the tail of the tape. Sure, AEW beats WWE in ratings. Do you know why that is? Because they don't, I mean, look, WWE may not pull in big name celebrities. AEW did. Everyone and their brother's mother knows who the fuck Shaquille O'Neal is unless you were not born from that era. Oh, and two. If someone has to endure watching some of AEW's products, such as Sting versus Darby Allen, you know, it's like, okay, what works where, who works where, what works where. Let me explain something to you. I've sat and watched three plays of AEW. I've seen good, bad, and ugly. So it's not all bad. Like I said, it just needs some fine fucking tuning. And by that, how many fucking factions can we come up with in a week? Please stop doing that because you're doing the same shit that WWE did. The Hurt Business. Let's see. Outside of the Hurt Business, there's always that one, right? There's that one faction that you go, why? I can't think of any. <laughs> and I can only think, okay, Imperium's one, but that's NXT. Then you have The Way, that's two, because it's still WWE, like I said. What's next, DX, NWO? Reuniting and it feels so good I don't mind when they Reunite because those are my childhood heroes man I don't mind 
thing every once in a great while, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and Triple H and Shawn Michaels, you know, Two Nuts Band, Road Dog, Jesse James. Look, the difference between the rating system that's going on right now is that there's so many biases from both sides. Oh, yeah, for sure. AEW kind of, actually, they remind me a lot of a watered-down version of ECW when it comes to their, look, death matches, look, the barbed wire beds, the barbed wire tables, it's like, well, okay, I knew this was going to be a death match. And I knew what I was getting myself into by rewatching AEW Revolution. Also, even if I don't cover AEW in specifics, I could have told you that MJF was going to eventually turn on Chris Jericho simply because the angle's building it up and building it up, and people are like, well, AEW's so interesting. Um, agree to disagree. In some aspects, yes, because they sign a lot of former WWE talents. However, there's one fucking problem, folks. Didn't Cody just stand at the podium in the beginning of 2019 and say the following? We are not going to sign former WWE talent. We're not going to be overly saturated with them. So my question to you is, how does that feel now? Because you have several people tuning in, seeing what they just saw, and they're like, wow, it took them long enough. It's almost three months for MJF to come up with a new faction. Wow, okay. I don't know. To be honest with you, I whenever I tune into AEW, it's always a crapshoot between them and NXT. But now NXT is picking up their fucking pace, and it's like, oh my god, this is beautiful. And at times it can be like this. Why? That's just the joy of professional wrestling. And why did I say the women's division in AEW was not the best? Because, dude, look. I've seen countless women's matches, okay, when they used to be bra and panties or lingerie pillow fight. You see the conundrum where wrestling wasn't taken seriously because what the fabulous Mula did to Wendy Richter. Okay? There's so much that people don't know about, you know, when it comes to the women's side of things. They were just handed a title, yes, Dakota Kai and... Raquel Gonzalez, but what I'm getting at, folks, is the women's division in AEW, why they're getting, you know, six women tag matches because they can't find any talent that's willing to come overseas. And you're fuck to you, as soon as I say this, they're going to be on the horn asking, you know, uh, what do you think? Think of what? Well, you know, women's division, you think it's good, you think it's bad, and I said, well, to be honest with you, it's not the talent, it's the fucking booking, and also, there's got to be some way, shape, or form, Jericho and them to have a consistent story, because if not, friends and family that watched AEW, and also outside of that, because of the fucking pandemic, They're going to sit there and say, what's up with your women's division? 
at least some sane fans, okay? Not everyone. You have a question. Hmm, I got an answer. An answer question, Kevin, from... Are you from Arkansas? Tell Granny I said hello. You know Granny? Oh, I thought you said you knew Granny Hulkster, which would be awesome. I wish. Oh, so I wish. Um, you know, I wouldn't say that, you know, WWE is having an easy time either. I just want to point that out. It's not easy. Definitely it's not easy watching one side or the other on the same day, I tell you. I think the invariable difference between NXT and AEW is one, the feuds are fucking consistent, the builds are fucking consistent. So, AEW has a story brewing. And then they, the guy that has a story brewing, or the, like Jericho, for example, or Moxley. Moxley and Omega have been feuding for years, and... All of a sudden, you know, now there's more people involved. It's called, you know, the plot thickens. And I don't mind Chris Jericho. That's the sad part. I do not mind Chris Jericho. I do have issue with what, you know, some of the things are going on as far as consistency. Other than that, AEW is not a bad company. I just care because it's like when you watch this shit back, you're supposed to say, okay, cool, I like this, but I didn't like this. Well, I didn't like the women's division match because why in the fuck? There's no fucking titles online. There doesn't have to be. But I would like to know why the women's division gets treated like crap. You know, they get involved in a stupid, shitty-ass fucking match because you have to dig for fucking ever instead of you want to distance yourself. Who wouldn't want to distance yourself when it comes to ratings, all right? No, I mean, for real. There's just a lot of question marks when it comes to some of the things that AEW had to do and why they did it. And they don't... Sometimes I feel like they don't... They're wrapped up in their own shit, so then it starts to look like WCW. You signed a lot of former NXT talent, and now I'm not quite sure how they're going to distribute. I mean, that's a lot of of fucking people in their roster. That's not a bad thing. It just makes you wonder, like, is this this an extension of the independence? You know, is independence very best? What is it? Another thing about AEW that I noticed that really bugs me is, man, it's been three years, almost, since the debut. I got to point out, you know, if you say something and then you go opposite, you're allowed because you got money. And that's pretty much, you know, my... Okay, that's not all my thoughts on AEW. I think they remind me of WCW in the sense that a lot of talent comes from WWE. And I do miss some of those guys because I actually met them in person. 
and I think they were, I thought they were very nice, but that's aside from the point. This isn't about nice, you know, this is about war. And most people are like, I wish we could go. You imagine, you just, what you just said, we're going to cohabitate talent. Really? You're going to cohabitate with the guys that left for that reason? So you're suggesting now that AEWWE and Impact Wrestling will be all together. Those are decent thoughts, but I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's such a great idea. Considering the fact that some of those guys wanted to be away from WWE. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to keep promoting. Luke Cage will be on my show, folks, on the Wrestle Radio Network side of things this coming Monday, 10 Eastern, nine, not 10 Eastern, 10 Eastern. <laughs> 9 p.m. Central Time. This is Luke's first interview, and I'm not going to say I wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors, but, dude, I'm so thrilled to have you on the show, and I want to just keep pointing out I'm interviewing a champion. So, with that being said, I'm not going to shorten it like I did before, and I'm actually more awake than I was the last time, folks. Then take my power adult map, I tell you, I feel really chappy. I mean, I feel really good. Chatty. Was it? Never mind. Never mind. Wow, five years of being on the air. And let me tell you, I have been through one, two, three. Yeah, three co-hosts. Lady Lynn might be making her way back. So, with that, you know, there's a possibility she could be joining me after WrestleMania. There's a possibility that Jake might come back. I said might. I didn't say he would. I said might. Brandon, I or not, let's see. Um, oh, broke kayfabe right there, didn't I? Um. I think maybe just a cameo spot. No, not the um, place where birthday wishes are made. You know, the guest appearance on my show just briefly, and it was great. So, in all honesty, I had a good time with you, dude. So, if you want to come back, cool. I'm one of those people, folks, that does not care as long as you do the job and you do it well. If you suck, I'm going to let you know not on live air. Just be like, hey, dude, you know, you need to work on this, you need to work on that. All right. So, what is it about AEW that gets me irritated? And they're a great company. If they would just simplify shit instead of complicate things and make new factions, and they're just like, well, we beat them 934,000. That's because you're the new shiny toy in town. And you're doing good. You know, even Vince McMahon was like, you know, here, you can have Big Show. By the way, I know you're being a good sport about it, so that's what. Mm -hmm. Professional wrestling is always going to be a competition. UFC, you're always going to see competition. 
a yes. I can understand a story from NXT from two weeks ago. But if you try and ask somebody, oh, by the way, what happened here and what happened there, they've already put barriers in certain places. So. No, you're completely fine, dude. I'm saying that, but I'm just telling you. AEW, I, you know, some guys are going there because why they got contract. You know, they've got people to feed. But like Christian Cage, when he came over, he honestly thinks that, oh, no, I, you know, if you don't hold the cameras, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you, you low-life peasants. No. Yep, brief pause of silence because I'm getting a lot of messages on through Instagram. So, anyways, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, I'm not done yet. But I'm not done yet. AEW is a good company, but they need a lot of fucking work on keeping consistency with the stories. That's it. They're like, well, can you not follow the stories? I can't follow stories. Yes, I can. I may have ADHD, but. This fucking cameo. Really? You're going to message me that on the show? Alright, folks. They just need consistency in stories and they just need to stop making factions. That's way too much. Alright. With that being said, you know, wrestling is wrestling. I'm happy that we have fucking entertainment. And two, one part of it may be shitastic, but I can give you a guess who. Anyways, if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. But before I do, that's not it. That's not it. Okay. Thank you to all the people who listen to my show from my old job and new job currently speaking. All right. If you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. I'm not done yet. Oh, folks, look, I have respect for both companies. I just tend to uh, gravitate towards the other one because even though they don't have 934,000 people watching this, you know, the bullshit that was Shaquille O'Neal and Cody Rhodes, I must tell you, he had never stepped foot in a ring before. It's always the person that's working. To help you out, my friend. Oh, and uh, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, Canada, Taipei, Taiwan, Brazil, hey, not Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, Rio, Cozumel, Mexico, Germany. Thank you all. Oh, actually, not me on that. So, Belfast, anyone? Oh, no, no, I know I get listened to, but I don't know if they're waking up in the morning. So, anyways, now. I can tell you, there's always going to be a constant fucking division on which side's better, and then the milk's going to break, and the tea's going to break, all right? So, without further ado, the division is real. If you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say on live air, 
then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. When uh, two little bitches, I got to go to bed, got work in the morning. You get... Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.